Podcast for the working cowboy. Well, what's up, Daylight Burners? Uh, Zach Sargent back on the show for another uh, philosophy session. Um, we uh, we tend to do that once we uh, once we get to going. But uh, we we were talking here for a little bit before before we got rolling, and then uh, realized like we're not. We're not getting any of this down, so we better go. But um, we're talking about how the podcast is, uh, has progressed and how I want to go from here. And and I really, I really think Zach just um, like like I said, I'll keep plugging along like I'm doing. And uh, and I like those days where like where you get kind of like some writer's block, and, and especially nowadays because like everything is politics all the goddamn time. Like there's just nothing, nothing but politics all always. And and I like I really miss the days when people would have like screaming matches over quarterbacks and not not eighty year old herds that um steal all all our money. Um but uh I, I just I think as long as I continue to enjoy it, then then I think it's a success. I mean I'd never pictured myself having a uh, a theme song, but I like I've got a pretty damn good theme song now, and and it's it's wild every time I I put an episode together and I and it, it comes on. I was like that. Matt Wilson wrote that for me. That, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> like, that's that's rad. Love the theme song. I think every time I hear the, it, it's a little off. It's part of the, the experience, and, and you need the loud scream, opening of the gate, and then you know that. So it's, it's all part of some video. Only half of it's about the music experience. Yeah, they uh, and it's just man, it's cool. Like uh, it, it's a really, it's really well done. Like it's got it had the feel that I wanted, and. Uh, you know, it's just like an old school Western, uh, Western movie type tune. And, uh, so I, I just feel like I'm the, I'm the hero in my own play, which we all kind of are, you know, uh, we all are, we're, we're the main yep. stories. Yeah. That's how exactly. We're all just kind of competing films in, the in, in, you know, the, the endless market, <laughs> but, uh, what, and you know, you, um, yeah, so it, it, it's kind of funny. We're just, uh, you know, you get some, some crazy collaborations on, on, uh, on your own film and, uh, and that's been the cool thing about this, uh, this show is I've got to meet some people I would have never, never would have otherwise. And I mean, yeah, like I, I, I talked to the CEO of, a of a billion dollar publicly traded company, like shortly before it became a publicly traded company, you know? The, that dude took an hour out of his day, which he hadn't, you know, had to have been just insane, uh, insanely busy. Uh, yeah. and, and so I got to do that. I got to talk to, you know, Cor Blund, who's been kind of one of, I wouldn't say a hero, but a guy that I really, I really respect. And, you know, it's just a hell of a good songwriter. I got to, got to meet him, got to visit with him because of this show. And, 
and I've expanded my network quite a quite a little bit, and uh, I really, I, I guess that's that's the best thing about it. I've been able to uh, to make to make uh, a lot of new friends and reconnect with some old ones, and uh, and uh, been able to help like connect people together. That's that's a really cool thing is when I see somebody who follows the show liking a post from somebody else who follows the show, and I know that they they found each other through the show. Like I, I know I watched that happen and you know, in real time. And that's, that's pretty cool more than anything. And is, uh, and, and I've been able to showcase how, just how diverse our, our, our particular, uh, you know, little world is our, our genre. Sure. I think you've done a great, great job with it. I mean, you're kind of, you've picked, I think, that there's definitely going to be, um, you know, and the have done a really good job with it, and it's, it's getting hard too because, uh, yeah, I rarely it used to. I post stuff was a pretty active Facebook guy. I hardly mess with it anymore, to be honest. I know I it's so. Fun. We all it's fun like watching. And the gladiators and the arena, the, the excitement, but I don't think we were ever, ever supposed to be this in the federal level in politics. Mm. So, and I, I and I both that, and I'm like, I, I mean, all of you motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, I hate that necessarily, but I winning. I would wait. Oftentimes, yeah. has effect on your personal life. Yeah, and different nature. The have any direct correlation for the most part. I mean, those things completely separate, mm. right? The Fed should, and we're we, we just after president. It hasn't stopped. A Republican in office or a Democrat keeps. Snowballing the amount, amount of the amount of impact they can have on your dog. It's not slowing down. Kinda just kind of came to the conclusion. And finally, like you know, suck. And if you support him, so I do think at some some points, like beef. This is a goddamn dumpster fire. Yeah, we are on the. Another inflation, not an inflation, but recession. We we would have already got it and have actually a pretty strong. I didn't love the the guy over from the past president. So we actually have a pretty strong employment economy. The recession would have already hit. Yeah, I I think you're right. And I don't know. I just. I look at um that all the you you can watch like the aerial view of uh particularly on the on the west coast just all these cities at the the camps and you know and it's even in Reno too there's it's not I mean it's nothing like over in California but even Reno's got a like we we were when we were waiting in line to to look for the Dave Smith comedy show there in Reno um mm-hmm. <laughs> me and my wife were playing as like is it libertarian or is it homeless <laughs> <laughs> and uh and it was about it was about fifty fifty you know <laughs> and uh 
and like they're no different than the the Hoovervilles of the of the Uh-oh. of the thirties, you know. And um, and you know that was uh, it wasn't just uh, I mean that 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 depression hit the the rural folks uh, well before it hit the city. You know the the bottom dropped out of the wheat market. Um, you know in in the early twenties, and um, and so it wasn't it wasn't until the you know after the stock market crash that that the depression really hit the the cities. But I think it's the it's kind of the the other way around. You know it's tough out here in the in the rural areas, but like when you're looking at the rent and shit in New York City, and and I'm like if you don't make a hundred grand in L.A., like you're poverty. I mean, and it's, I was stuck only to like these metropolitan New York, but looking like, which we used to be a pretty conservative sport or anything in Prescott, it, people don't want to move to fucking, because if you can't afford for, for Collins, come up. But you can't hardly afford, you know, you're, you're gonna pay twenty five hundred and anything worth of shit. Yeah, you're making seventy two thousand three thousand. That's gonna go give another grand to the government. I mean, you're living off ranch cowboy. I mean, that's at seventy two. Yep, two thousand dollars a year. Yep. It, this is. It, I think you had a great, great the urban area is now harder than it is the rural areas that's blossoming in the west a lot of the north is really damn the guys in the southwest are really starting to to be interesting I do always tell people I'm a cow deal is your food chain beef beef, unless it will happen it's the Right, it a mother cow shortage. Prices of beef or see a shortage coming up yet. I could be wrong, but I haven't really coming up yet. Um, to hurt, and it's going to hurt. Yeah, I um this uh this cow deal, you know they're they're selling selling off like crazy there in in Central Texas. And, uh, and you know, they're, and even the big places are are calling, calling hard, you know, all the, all the small timers there around Dallas, it sounds like they're all just out. Um, but that, that, I mean, that's kind of how it goes. I mean, go, go read the, I, uh, my, my brother-in-law who is not a, not a cowboy by any means, uh, he's a pilot and, uh, but he's a, you know, he's like a, he's from, uh, Montrose, Colorado. So he's, you know, he's a outdoorsman, uh, and and really good guy, but he he's like I think uh, Elmer Kelton's "The Day It Never Rained" or "The Time It Never Rained" uh, should be required reading, and I think so. You know, Elmer Kelton's a hell of an author, but that book just sticks in my head because it's so well done. Uh, how he he wove in like the you know the bankers getting into the, the to the to the ranch business and then being the first ones to sell out the first ones to sign up for for government uh you know programs and shit and uh it's just uh it i i i agreed with him wholly and i like it just it 
kind of hit me because he's uh like i said he's not a not a cowboy and that's very much a cowboy book and uh but yeah i agree with that that should be required reading for uh uh for just about anybody just to to see how like how a drought and government programs and and just how how tough it is to to be a successful rancher and I, you know and that last time i was on was when it was you know left colorado and just kind of the brief talks it's fun and i fantasize this dumb shit dream i have have my own spread, my, my own camera. barring a in the economies, or like all of a sudden we start eating. There's no way you make an own a little home plate of horses out to go day work. Mm-hmm. Modern cowboy dream. The era of the off. And ending up as a fifty, sixty thousand acres going to happen, and you, you can you can twist it. You can say, "Well, you can run and do what doesn't make a shit." Will, a cow will never, ever pay. You know, do something else. Real estate mogul, but if you have a mom, a cow, or a yearly, and ever uh, you're crazy it, it will just no fiscal way that it making from yeah. experience because i've looked at this country and the u.s no offense my buddies but places that are running cattle um it's left where you can do, do it and make it work i mean it's just it's not everybody has the little their own shit but over. I mean, there's just no way around. The land, the rich that are rich, um, I mean, now is a wealthy man's game. I mean, there were a working cowboy. Yeah, it's, um, man, it's a completely different game nowadays. I, I remember, you know, back in when I, mo- I moved out here, so 20. 20- 2017 is when, when I moved out here. But, like, right before that, I was looking pretty hard for ground in, in southwest Kansas. And it was tough then. And that was, uh, you know, that was 2015 where, like, you know, there was a lot of guys that, that had, had uh, went out of business and were now trying to get back in. So there was there was some some leases to be had. But then I was I was working for Cactus at the time, and we, we sold a, a set of um, black baldy heifers, uh, you know, bred heifers for, uh, 3,500 bucks a head, uh, at that time too. So like it was, it was, uh, you know, you could get the land, but then you couldn't get the cows. And now it's, uh, now it's kind of both. It's, uh, you know, cow prices are going up. (laughs) It's just, uh, yeah, unless you just kind of fall into something really, really cool like it just it ain't and even then it still probably ain't all that feasible but you can uh you can give uh more of a shot at it be you know a little bit longer of a shot at it well and yet like my dad he doesn't manage his rancher in the past and handle then he's just a 
hundred some odd acres, and uh, which isn't much, but it's a home place. You know what I mean? I mean, I'll, I'll never own that. Yeah. You know, I mean, now I, you know, you figure in somewhere you find land at fifteen hundred on it and it's fenced. You know, I'd be a pretty good. You want a hundred acres, you know. You know, I mean, hundred fifty thousand right there. You know, hard enough, and you can't. You're going to like in the Panhandle of Texas, Plains, and well, just the west, anything east or anything west Texas. Grass will never. I mean, you know, you might I can run five cow. So you're going to pay for all that out, right? Then you think, well, now we need to put a house. And well, we get a pretty double wide from Clayton Home, one hundred seventy five thousand for that. How much money you got to be making? Twenty five hundred dollar a month bill. You got just between a house and land. I mean, but hell, I, I'll never have a depressing thought. What? I don't know what the hell you do to eat going to work, I guess, which is what, it's kind of a depressing thought, just because I do think the future of landowners billionaires for the most part. Yeah. I, it makes me wonder, and I, I, I think the same way about uh, the money supply too, because I, you know, even when, even in the, the, you know, the, the Great Depression, um, the dollar was still strong because the, the, the Fed hadn't been around long enough to really fuck things up. So, yeah. But then yeah. uh, it's funny. Like I always like to point this out to to the conservative folks that like um, we're the the party. You know, you're the party of fiscal conservancy uh, and sound money. But Nixon's the one that took us off the gold standard. And uh, and uh, tr- traditionally, the the conservatives are anti interventionalists. And uh, yeah, the Republicans. Uh, started, I mean, George Bush, like, ruined the, the, the Republican Party as far as, like, a, a conservative party. He absolutely, I mean, the party now has been through three complete insults. I think, you know, we all have of educating people that the Fed is the Federal Reserve you always hear people say, well, well, it's not, well, that's a crock of shit. But, oh, man. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily control. It's almost the other way. In a lot of ways, controls the federal government. I'll say, I didn't understand it very well the past two months. I finally knew it. Years of the Fed. Federal government about the Federal Reserve, and you, um, because I mean, you essentially have anybody. Yeah, um, they can control your money supply, or devalue your your dollar at will. Scared? Yes, be scared. Scared of the federal. I encourage everybody to really figure out what the hell. But actually, in once you do, you'll have a little bit of what the hell is going yeah. on. 
predicament we are actually in. Because I, I didn't, I, I, I didn't really have any understanding of. Uh, you don't really realize. I really has. To, I mean, you have to go through the Fed, right? And it's essentially interest. It's it's fucked up. Uh, oh, like you know, we we all malicious group in government screens, and we get deep deep into that a too hard hard in that opinion a little bit of any list at the federal level will, will be an if that makes, makes any sense. Urge people go figure out what it is. All of your money doesn't contend it like fucking idiot. Or reserves sense. Uh, they're not. I, mean, I know you're thinking they're the system. You're fucking wrong. Place for the most. Part. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's um, much does. You know the the very first like big feud in in the once we started this country was over central bank. It was uh, Jefferson and and Hamilton that uh, that were fighting over it, and uh, and Jefferson being the anti federalist saying like, hey, like you know, it, there's times where I really wish we could go back to the Articles of the Confederation where <laughs> every state could have their own money, um, and, and really all it was is like, hey. It's basically like a NATO, it's like except you, you, you know, you have your own your own deal, and if if uh, one of us gets attacked, we're all we're all got your back. But you essentially had a unified. Further than that, kind of the concept was figure it out. You know, like, yeah, and, and or I don't know how conducive it would. I get a lot of red states. I say that because if you look at put, put into federal funding versus how much people, I don't, I'm come around, whatever. A lot especially are a huge, huge drop um, as far as what they act mostly do to the welfare passive draw. And yeah. as a standalone budget would be a son of a bitch. Yeah, it's the whole thing is really is really fucked because yeah, like you, you have you have Texas where technically they're they're like a net, uh, you know they they pay more taxes than they uh, than they receive, but then you how many how many military bases are in Texas? All of that federal funding goes to the state of Texas, so like, yep. and that that's see that's like a big chunk of your your. Uh, you know, your, your red states. So like, you know, all, all like South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, all those military bases all over the fucking place there. And, uh, and that's big, big money. Like, the it, it costs a lot of fucking money to maintain a global empire. It turns out. <laughs> Faltering one anyway. Yeah. It's getting- yeah. But, um, yeah, so what what we were, you know, uh, like back on this Fed thing, and we we probably wrap it on, uh, wrap up the Fed deal, Fed talk, so we don't just snooze everybody. But you know, there's there's a few like the autistic people out there that are just like, fuck yeah, this is my shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, essentially, yeah. the the Federal Reserve is the apparatus that allows this whole like corporate war and uh, global empire to exist. 
Uh, anytime there's there needs to be a big rollout of a war machine, the Federal, Re- Federal Reserve sets the interest rates at zero or just right above zero so that all these companies can borrow cheap, cheap money to, to gear up to, to fund the war machine. And then eventually you have to raise the rates back up because when, when you have interest rates at zero, there is zero incentive for people to keep their money in a, in a savings account because it pays you. I, we, we were talking, um, with my, my, my buddy, Brad, um, you know, you're, you're looking at like a dollar a year on a thousand dollar investment. Maybe uh, yeah. like, and that's, that's a very, very generous estimate. Like, and so I, I can remember in high school, um, you know, I got like a $3 return on a, you know, for, for a two year, uh, statement. And I was like, why do I have it in there? <laughs> like, I, I guess just, you know, it's for an emergency, but other than that, like there's no no reason to have it in there and uh and so like you know credit card like think what credit card rates are going to be once they start jacking these these interest rates up even more holy shit you're going to have credit yep. cards at like 50% APR uh oh i mean absolutely they're, they're going to be just- offering like 12 year uh car loans you know <laughs> well and i your car notes are definitely coming. Um, things about that happen, but the problem I know I'm not the kind of guy that stream that gets. Um, do that. I don't think y'all goes back to the Stone Age. Just like no, if you're not getting a fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> fucking house. Yeah, hey, that, that's shit. the thing. I, I don't think we're going to see um, like Great Depression level poverty. Like I think we've kind of, I, I I like to hope we've uh, we've progressed a little bit past that that point. But you never know. Like uh, you see after this COVID shit, how fragile the the supply chain is, and like how how detrimental globalism is at a time like that. Like when when we have none of the manufacturing capacity we used to, and uh, and we've got foreign players owning parts of our food supply, like major parts of our food supply like that. Yeah. It turns out that that whole deal is not, not all that great. Uh, you know, turns out a uh, global fascism just is just as bad as global communism, you know? Well, the getting people to identify because the right can spot global, These people. I'm something. Like I said the one thing I can spot global communism. You know what it looks like. Yeah. Can spot global fascism. What it looks like. If you, it seems like to be vaguely fuck you. We're not fucking. We're not fucking fascist. You know, like you know, like now. Nationalism leads in the same way socialism leads to communism leads to fucking fascism. Mm-hmm. And yet, what? Yeah, and as like, hey, and and um, populism yeah. leads to both of them. You know, like it. Absolutely, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Well. And what is so, but it's funny. We, a lot of people don't recognize global fascism because that's the, essentially the, the world we've lived in our entire lives. We just didn't know it. Like you, you really aware that, Oh, that. Yeah. That. Yeah. Because like they, they always talk about the Chinese communist party and the Chinese communist party doesn't even believe in communism anymore. You know, like they, they believe in the authoritarian part of it, but the communism part, like they realize they can't, they can't run those industries. They tried it. Mao tried to, the, 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 the state run farms and led to famine. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Russians tried that too. It led to famine. So like even the communists realize that communism doesn't work. They know authoritarianism, uh, authoritarianism does, and if you if you keep those those corporations on a short leash, uh, well, you know you can you can you can go to the moon. You know, look at them; they they've built a booming economy. Ours, on the other hand, it's our corporations have the government on a short leash. All goes back to the federal mm-hmm. reserve can follow. Well, in that fucking need to know, but uh, yeah, the best. Way I you just said, you know, in communism, right? And everyone says, well, you know, the, the people don't see jack shit. Like I said, like the government sees it. I know there's like this, this communist, you know, basically you're all, always your labor versus your product, which is called a fucking fairy tale. Weight of our society. And uh, people weren't doing so, starving to death. But if you one day, this is the crop you you need to sell what you can and forever, right? Yeah. Um, that looks like, but people have it in their mind and get free iPhones. It's not in with fascism, like you said. He's the means of production, right? Yeah. Right. All you have to do is that as long as authoritarianism, fuck, you need to manage these corporations. I mean, let those guys manage it. You're good to go. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the marker. Yeah. The, the, the thing that where the, you know, like you have to draw a distinct uh, line between fascism and, and the Nazis, which were fascist, but that's a whole different flavor where. Like there was a lot of, you uh, know, there there was not only like the racism, but like eugenics and uh, and like a bunch of occult shit, and also crystal meth. Have you seen that video where he's at the at the Olympics just tweaking the fuck out, just like yeah, rocking in his chair? That guy like doing DIY. Oh like moon man! Landing. Yeah, have a great great time. Bad for me. Either, you know, that dude, Hitler, but can you try to put <laughs> yourself in that, that point, like where your, your, uh, master race is kicking ass and you are just high as fuck. Just like go Germany, you are fucking Germany all day, yeah, baby. <laughs> fuck. Great time. But, and more to that, I, I mean, classical fa- Fascism, eugenics, and racism, and chill to that. Besides, just like, well, they, like, well, like, yeah, that, 
of several tiers that yeah this though fun fact about you likes eugenics and it's really bad and guy on a monument in south donut of eugenics teddy roosevelt yeah everyone google it yeah here's the uh, like not ted like yeah yeah like you did well and they also like you know, and he he was a badass. Don't don't get me wrong. He he I was a uh, he Kendrick. he was a little man complex no. deluxe. And, you know, he uh, he was no. so much like Napoleon. It wasn't even funny. It was a little man that wanted to play man. war all the time. And, but you know what? He got shot just, and finished his speech before before he went and got attended to. I was like, yeah, he, the dude was a bad motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not cussing him. Like I'm not saying like. We all have skeletons in our club and make him yeah. fucking apologize. It's like he didn't do it. Yeah. He didn't do it. I say a lot. You know what I mean? He didn't act- actually sizing them kill and shit. So another point the Fed talk. So quick status. Just that I want your opinion. Well, you have kids, I have kids. Mm-hmm. Uh Right. Uh, uh, is it a form of eugenics in your abortion when, let's say that yeah, there's, it, it's very likely this child uh, is that eugenics? Are we doing that out of consideration of the baby? What do you think? Um, I, I think this is the exact same thing as the the abortion uh, talk in general. I yes, I think it is technically, but I also see the the point of view where you're saving them a lifetime of pain and struggle, and and I I, I can sympathize with that. I one of my best friends uh, early in, uh, early in life was a kid with, with Down syndrome, and he he died when I was like seven. You know, it was a it was a sad deal, and yeah, and you wonder you wonder like. Uh, just uh nip it in the bud but also like i don't know i had this discussion with my wife and i I just i have no hard line opinion on abortion because it just doesn't apply to me like if if i've had that scare before where is it mine it turns out it wasn't mine but the thought of getting rid of it never crossed my mind you know it's just like that that's just how i am and i understand people that don't feel that way but that that's that's my personal thought and that's my wife's personal thought on it and like that that's all that matters to me and and uh, outside of that I just dude, man dude, we're not not going to like this episode I <laughs> in my life I have truckloads of plan and B they get but the other side of thing, like in a remote room, I had met my wife twice when we found out she was pregnant and we ever hung, hung out we hung out i get a text at christmas in my family i get the text and a picture of like you're gonna be a daddy drive 12 hours solid i was like fuck and at this point in my life like i am not following. we never debated getting rid of it we just called the Tune, time to pay the fiddler. I've got two beautiful kids. The other side of things is like some pigs back in the day. Yeah. Or 
like, oh, I, I've I've bought I've that. bought some some Plan B on occasion too. You know, like I, I'm I, and I I don't I, I don't look down on anybody that does it. I I, I really it's it just such none of my business what somebody else fucking does. Like that that deal is just like I I can't give I if they ask me for some advice. I'll, I'll see what I can do. And and sometimes my advice is like, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> like, I don't know if you're religious or anything, but you just, you know, go ahead and pray on that one because that, that seems like whether you're religious or not, that's a, seemed like a good plan, <laughs> you know? Sure. And like, you know what I mean? Like yep. do what you will. Yep. The thing with me too, because like a baby dies and on the other, and like, uh, do, you, do you want either of those? Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. I, I just, I think it's a perfect example of how the government shouldn't. And, and I honestly, I kind of agree with like the old Bill Clinton line: safe, legal, and rare. And, and just like shut the fuck up about it, like <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and I'm of the opinion messes several times like what's your opinion i think it should be federally mandated so mm-hmm. I'm like, i think it's a state's right let your, your general populace fuck yeah we love abortions it's like we're not funding this shit do this shit like figure yeah now if you I, do get I, knocked up like to scramble its brains with your own that it is there's a clinic for it and yeah you're having the general populace says all right right then we're not doing it don't even work yeah I, I i just it was such a good ruling that that was made i just wish it was over something besides fucking abortion man because it, it just it's a huge step back uh, towards state sovereignty and, and state rights and uh and that that is must i mean that we needed that so so badly and and i i yeah i i, I don't know I, I i just i i i have very not strong feelings on on that whole abortion issue but i have a huge i have very strong feelings about that ruling in general and i like it was it was right and it was needed and uh and it's like a huge step for starting to chip away at some of this federal bureaucracy I agree. It's like that's why I said it's this dumb shit perspective. People Roe versus Wade did none mm. of that. That never. Yeah. Basically, like abortion, you you don't have a right to abortion. Something you're guaranteed. Let the state right. Let them figure this. It was a great rule. I really did. I was, yeah. I was like you've probably seen. And then I see the thing going on, and I see a ton of. They're like, I, I just wish women's boss is a gun. And I'm like, like that is guaranteed in the constitution. Yeah. It is has to be a completely different fucking way. And I don't give a shit what you you say verbatim. You have the like it's in there. Right? Yeah. Hey, it says like you have the right to life, live. And no fucking point 
like if that guy from the bar camp, you know what I mean? You have a right to, to get in, you know what I mean? Flush yeah. shit, go eat some bread. It's not in there. So, yeah. so it has to be. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it was, I, I don't, yeah, it was a good ruling. And, uh, and I think the, I think the gay marriage one will get challenged, but I really hope they uphold it, but they do it, do it the right way and do it like under equal protection, uh, clause in the 14th amendment instead of just yep. writing law, which the judiciary is not supposed to do. That was the main reason Roe was repealed because they essentially <laughs> yep. wrote a piece of legislation, which the judiciary is not allowed to do. They were, that's right. Bring that up. Essentially they over. Like the game. marriage is another one. Green, right. Wing can say, you know, you don't want to do a church marriage. Let's say, like, look, I don't want to to do a gay. It's like, I don't think you should like to do a church marriage. As far as this shit, and then I hear people like, well, be like, what stops you from marrying a dolphin? You do marry the goddamn dolphin. Like, since you about this shit. Yeah, I just. 50% of that stop propping up, like, Get this. Like, I don't give a fuck what you do so much. Give a shit about that stuff. Yeah. And I like further religious people. Like, hey, you should be forced to bake a cake. You should just like none of that. Like, you who have to do that. I also don't think that people to not be fucking gay or not goddamn yeah business. Why the fuck do you? And I like I said, I I still. Christianity goes, I still, like, I still, I mean, Christianity doesn't have a spotlight on mitigating and ruling societies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, and even in the modern day, look at, uh, you know, the Southern Baptist Convention uh, did an intern, you know, uh, they they hired an independent auditor to, or investigator to look into uh, sexual abuse allegations. Uh, It turns out it was a lot, a lot of it. I never got this, and I think I think they had me pegged for a top guy. Ever tried to pull, pull me into a bathroom? I, I'm a little jealous of the ones who, who did. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I will say that I have Catholic friends, <laughs> and uh, I had a girl one time we were hanging out with. Catholicism is the oldest religion. I was like, you, Jesus was a fucking messiah. Like, where did you, you pull that? Out? <laughs> so, yeah, like the precursor to Christianity was the first monotheistic religion, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> like, I, I'm sure there's a caveman who covers thousands of years of human history mm-hmm. where they were worshiping. Like I said, like, they, we love to worship. We went on further in the talk. I was like, you know, what do you think of all these, these claims as a priest or fucking specifically little boy? Because it seems to be prep. I think it's all bull. I was like, you think you mean? Oh. She's like, yeah. I like allegations. So I did like, you know, the show where like the late 20s of these priests, they 
around, you know, because like they get an equation and they go to San Antonio. What do you think of this? And she's like, yeah, I just, yeah, he did. I was like, oh my, my God. <laughs> like, you know, I, you have to I feel like it's, it's the same way with the black community and OJ. They know. But they don't care. It, it was oh. just, it was, fi- it was finally the I, black guys got one, you know? This, <laughs> like, we need one, one dub. Yeah. I, really, I, I think it's cool that he got away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, don't worry. he, uh, he he really showed what the what the you know the American judicial system can do for you if you got a lot of money. <laughs> oh, like I said, like I mean, if you you can run like that, and you know, maybe you know. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. We we were uh, we were talking about the Browns with uh, when I had my my buddies Nick and Brad on. And that Deshaun Watson deal yeah. is just the funniest thing. I mean, it's if he's guilty of it, you know, it's obviously not funny for the ladies. But just from a Browns perspective, like it is the most Cleveland Browns move of all time. You you draft this quarterback number one overall. He's the future of your franchise. Uh, turns out he's good sometimes and then other times he just really sucks and uh, and then you don't stand by him and then you go spend a ton of money after this after deshaun watson finally gets kind of cleared from the legal issues and as soon as you sign him boy a bunch of allegations come out not just a few but like 26 or some shit like that jesus christ and then you trade away your former first rounder for a fifth rounder I know. Like, it's just it's what a shame. It is a it is a glorious uh, shit show to watch unfold. I but you know it, it's <laughs> money and the judicial system. Like that's something else I think is will say. I was watching modern bond system because I mean I you know what I mean not per se I'm a bell bondsman just. What the general really get into like the nitty gritty of the system is like, like essentially if your kid like we'll see it's court date you know what I mean let's say you're innocent and it it's a mind on doubt it's a, like you're fucking here fucking anywhere yeah and like you know that and he will not be in for a month another really fucked up system until I kind of. I've investigated price, man. And like we have fucked this thing. Private prison. That's yeah, I was thing. just I was just talking with uh, my coworker about the the private prisons deal. I was like, oh, and I was just like, I, I keep wanting them to admit that that the war on drugs is no different than the prohibition on alcohol. It's the exact same thing, except we've uh, we've involved far more countries in it. Like we've we've fucked up Colombia, yeah. Nicaragua, Honduras, El Salvador, Mexico. Uh, we have fucked up like all of Latin America with our war on drugs. That talks to me about like you know like you know the problem. Most of the problems in makes money or American greed. Yeah. Like, where do you think these? 
hugs are hitting. These guys, these drug cartels got rich. Like, no, no, dude. Like, us. Like, we're the one. Literally, not, I mean, a damn cartel. And in them, but I encourage everybody to look at, uh, like I said, like, dude, most of everything is of our fucking draconian. I don't know at what point you, at what point you're like, you know what? Freaking, like, like, I'm starting to think that we're not there yet, apparently, because, like, me about Biden, I was going to give him a little credit at the end of, like, like marijuana, right? Like, it's got, got to be on the fucking day. You know what I mean? Like, I just thought, if you want an easy win, if Biden right. an easy win to overshadow your fuck of a president, like, marijuana's off the goddamn list. You know, if like, they... That would carry you... you and you could shit on the Republicans all day because you'll have goobers like fucking Tom Tillis and Mitch McConnell and and all these fucking old just squares that'll be like, marijuana's bad for you. And you could shit on them, yeah. make memes. I will make memes all day long uh, about that shit. And, and like, it would probably... Like I don't know if it'd do enough to win them the midterms, but it would. They could make it competitive just off of that one issue, because then you would also get the libertarians on board because you're like, hey, federalism, right? Like, uh, yeah, you know, I had a really did have a feeling running the camera frozen or is that no, just I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm good. Uh, I'm, I'm just is my am you, I moving? Yeah, you're good. Anyway, not the point. The point is, <laughs> going into, and I was like, Trump might be in trouble. Armstrong, the shit out of him, one to win. Biden was, not, I will say, like it or laid into Trump's, did Trump exactly how Trump wanted to be to give these little snippet shit and just get little digs in. Professional politician is the most frustrating because it's like, what in the fear? Like, like he just keeps the wall shit and it sticks. <laughs> like Biden just kind of did a pretty good job deflecting into it. So, so running into that is like, Man, I don't know if this, this isn't good because it's a weak candidate. Yeah, that first uh, that, like, dude, if, that first debate was rough on, for Trump. Like he he looked like way yeah. way too much of an asshole. Yeah, I agree. Like his and second was, I, his second debate it, was really oh. good, but that first one was, mm-hmm. uh, and he he looked like he was coked out of his mind too. Oh. Who wouldn't be? If I had that fucking track, I would be way sober. Oh, man. Like that I kind of want to be president for a week just so I can get on the drugs that uh, Joe Biden's on right now. Because when they when they jack that motherfucker up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I make a drink called like I, 
I don't know, like just like a nice mixture of what they were feeding giving Biden. Like, oh man, dude, you know that, that easy. Well, and but, like, like Trump wants. Oh, to do um, okay. I was just gonna say, like, it, it's not like it's it's Biden or Trump uh, specific because uh, Obama admitted to to using cocaine. Uh, George W. got caught yeah. uh, doing cocaine. Uh, Bill, Bill Clinton, I, I, I did not inhale, man. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, like, it, I, so my, my coworker today, uh, he told me that he thought it should be a death penalty for anybody doing drugs. And I was like, death penalty? Like that? I mean, that, I guess that would do it. Maybe. But I was like, uh, so, like, what, what drugs? So, like, uh, how, how about the the nineteen year old uh, you know military you know army private that's got a pack of smokes? That's illegal for him now. Uh, does he get executed? Because because uh, yeah. nicotine's a drug and it's illegal for a nineteen year old. That nineteen year old's a, a private in the army and uh, you know carries a rifle for a living. Do, does he get executed for that? I don't think I deserve to be executed on ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> get to Texas Tech. Got for that. Or, you know, also ADHD. I deserve the death penalty for that. Like, no, that's a fucking insane. Going back to the Trump thing, I thought four months running up to the election, I'd drop an A-bomb. Like, legalize marijuana. And like, like, your last four months running up, up to the election, legal pull all the libertarians back into your head, all of your mm-hmm. fucking, fucking insanity. But a lot of the independents are going to because they didn't like Biden. No, the they chose him. Come on, man! Like that's gotta be fuck. What's going on? My big pharma basic. Oh man! Guess the amount spend on just like. Like quality to just shovel to these guys, it's, you know. Oh, we got a treat for you, buddy. Yeah, because like, how, how the fuck is my? That is one thing to do that like you and me can sit here and smoke it. Yeah, the shit. But I would say there's a population left who actually like um, you know, like living by people, walk by people. People, you smell it. You know I mean, it's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, nobody cares more. And it is. Hey, you, you look at like them the same way as if, if you're walking by somebody and you, and you smell booze on them. Like, it's the same, it's the well, same thing there. nowadays. And. Yeah. Like, nobody. Like, I, it baffles. Want a slam mm-hmm. dunk as a president? Seems to be the most obvious. Yes, but no, really don't understand it. Yeah, it, but you, you still have those those few boomer conservatives that uh, they they smell that they think that dude's going to stab them. But everybody who actually knows about weed knows like that that dark guy is definitely not going to stab you. <laughs> He's too deep in thought. People, well, like there was this old well, marijuana is a gateway drug. Study that showed. Well, it was the people that tried marijuana on it again. Like, that was, like, they right then. Like, 
it nothing. It's a gateway drug, but I always tell that game. No, right? cocaine's a go, uh, gateway drug. Reason, man. And um, well, I believe this. Like, if you, you I don't know, you, the dare program. But with <laughs> oh yeah, my generation. The so, and I don't shit anymore, but I, I will, will say in, into high school when you're coming up in the panhandle of Texas, it's like weed, weed will ruin your fucking life. The whole dare spill, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where some guy has no shit up in like a plastic bottle, ball, try something. You're like, yeah, why not? You know? And you try. In my brain, nothing like what they said. Yeah. Like the beer has me way more fucked. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, like I mean, it and lied to. So oh, man, that, that first time I brain, went to rope, uh, when I when I got high and I could, like, hear just the, the tip of my rope just going, womp, womp, womp. I was like, oh, I like this a lot. <laughs> I, I really like this effect, you know? <laughs> It goes back to like being the hero in your own movie because you're you're just like you're like POV just being a fucking hero right there. Oh, but like I, I will say because of education, I try been lied to. Like this does nothing. This is, and then I was like, like what else? Through like a two year phase is where it was try everything that's handed to yeah. <laughs> have a backboard. And like, and, and like, was the D.A.R.E. program wrong shit? I would tell people like, but like, <laughs> like their education in a lot of ways from trying some of because like my boob about weed, dude, like what the fuck's that up? actually? And I will say, people don't agree with, like, if and you want to take a casual bump of, I think that should be be perfectly legal. I've done coke, but like, like, <laughs> like you know, like, yeah. Well, I, I'm in that uh, same boat. I, I, uh, I will say, like, having for, for for all the shit I talked about the Southern Baptist Convention, like having a a, a good Southern Baptist mama. Yeah is uh is a good thing because uh like that there there are some some real perks of being raised in being raised in the bible belt you know like you 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 learn very quickly what was right and wrong and then you know as you got older you realize that uh that line gets blurred a lot even by the people you thought that were you know very steadfast in that line but you know that's how that's just life ain't it um but yeah yeah I, and so, and so like, I, I, I had a couple snooters here and there in college, and uh, and you know, and a couple times after college. But I knew from that first go that like, oh, this is not going to be my thing because this could be my thing very easily. And uh, and so like, it, I never bought the shit. And uh, and I would say like nine times out of ten, I I, I turned it down. There was every now and then I, I would do it, but I just like. I don't know. There was something about like seeing my mom's face in, in the back of my head when I was doing it. And then also I'm just like, I've seen how this shit gets people. And it's, it's usually 
Sometimes it's it's the Coke that gets them down, but it's usually when they can't afford Coke and then they go to yes. something else. Yep. It's either crack or meth. I, I completely agree. And I, really, I mean, I, I, same way, I grew up in Baptist home, mm-hmm. and I like, I always had that thing in the back of your mind, but like, you know, keep in mind to this. And so, look, I've been fortunate. The only very well is nicotine. Yep. Everything else, pretty much try it once. And I was like, dope, you know what I mean? Like, I know what it is. Tried. I won't even. Um, but, uh, like, thing I ever tried immediately told me, like, you can never. And it gave me an understanding meth. Yeah. And let me tell you on that point because I, I, I tell people, like, in Coke. A lot of times you wouldn't know you you had done the high. You know, I see on movies people act like idiots. And I'm like, it just feels kind of like you had a really good good night's energized, like, like you're ready to go. Well, then you're like, like, you don't oh, feel I can off. just go drink a lot more beer now. Like that's how you feel. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like you zooted out of your mind. But like I tried. Meth. I remember like as soon as I literally had this thing in my brain, so good again. Like because it's like, like this, like nothing is supposed to feel like supposed to experience. I people get addicted to it. In a lot of ways, it's mental weakness. But after trying it, it did give me some under shit as potent for a guy that makes it outside of Ada, Oklahoma. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I I never never touched that shit, but I I remember they they showed us that HBO documentary on meth uh, when we were in high school and and like that was honestly the best thing they could do because like it wasn't just like uh, it wasn't reefer madness. Like they they showed you the real shit (laughs) and uh, and I was like Oh fuck. Yeah, that. And but also you got God damn, that stuff must be good because I you know, at that point I'd been drinking beer a little bit and uh and, and you know that that was kind of, you know, uh mostly beer, a little whiskey here and there, but like that outside of alcohol and oh and chew. Out, you know, b- you know, beer and dip. Oh, sure. out, outside of that I hadn't done anything, yeah. but I like I I drank enough beer to know like they got all them fucking lesions on their face from scratching. That shit must be really fucking good. And uh, I'm going to stay away. But, and like, I didn't, yeah, I grew up in like, like, like the nearest meth head was next door. If you're, you're in kind of a generation like the meth had infiltrated all these. It's fucking everywhere now. Yeah, it seemed firsthand what this shit did. Like, this going bad. My brain was like, you know, you. Should, I will tell anybody a drug. I'll say, hey, like it, fentanyl in your coke or some bad shit. No drug is fatal. The first, so I don't condone sampling everything. <laughs> Addiction tough one for these. And as, as a guy who was sampled, like. 
I have a hard time, which doesn't make me right. It just was like, you know, like you got to have just the soul to be like, you know, we don't make our fucking life about this. You know what I mean? We yeah. pursue heavily because obviously on the HBO documentary, like, like things get fucky. Like, damn time. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's it's one of those things I think just about every cowboy on earth uh you know, and it's not it's not universal, but um it's a goddamn heavy percentage has struggled with their alcohol intake uh on on basically a constant basis. Um and and I I'm no no different, you know. I've 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 had uh I've had a DUI just here recently and and uh and it just you know it, it's part of the part of the culture and thing is like there there ain't nothing better than than cracking a cold beer throwing in a big dip and uh and just shooting the shit after a long hard day uh, of uh of whatever you're doing cowboying like that that is the sure, just, best time of day right? and and you get to where you really like that shit but more than anything i just like that that camaraderie and then when that camaraderie is yeah. not there you go to the beer for it and then you just go, and then like everything else, it goes. You go to harder shit, and uh, and next thing you know, you're showing up drunk. And and I, I never got to that, you know, the point where like I can't, I couldn't function. Like I never really got to the point where it affected my my job. But also, I was never one to call in hungover. I've called in sick, and, and it takes uh, it takes a, a pretty good fever for me to call in sick. But I've never called in hungover. Like uh, I, I've always known this is self inflicted, and I don't give a shit. Like no, uh, that's on me. Yeah, and I, I may do a shitty job today, but I'm gonna do a job today. And come into you would say because you know, and I mean we drank everything we could get. Our your goal was you know if you could be drunk up about you know six the next. More, and as I've sit school with or hung out with as a kid, it seems like they were kind of too too petty. Took like you know we'll have the academy. I mean, of course, of course, you have the stone cold sober, but most of us like Asian, you'll have a few, but that's every night. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just half that just yep. went left, like never stopped and I, I've got buddies who believe they're, they're 25, 30 year old. I mean like need, need intervention. Yeah. And I I would like to that makes people some guys be like like yeah they you know like good all the time and some guys is it like because I saw the influence similar household with similar similar doing the same shit. Some it's always been kind of a curiosity for some people. It's a monster. It's like it's it's not a phase. You know, it was just you. you. Hmm. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, and and we were we we're at that wedding here a couple. Uh, well, last month, and you know, and, and it was it was typical McKinley McKinley family get together. There was there was plenty of booze to be had by all, and it was uh, it was it was a good old time. And 
Mellow Boy's five, and uh, and I, I was drinking a beer. We, you know, I, I got to play Kegsmith again. I hadn't played Kegsmith in, in quite some time. Um, and we were talking like as like me and my nephew who who got married, and then like a couple of his his buddies from college, and then a couple of the younger guys from there. And we were talking about how like <clears throat> if you went to a college worth of shit, you became a pretty good uh, keg operator. Like you learned how to how to fix. Especially at least if you if if you came from the rural America, you learned how to. Uh, you know, just put a little uh, 10W30 on that uh, on that O-ring and uh, she'll she'll hold air again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, but my little boy asked if he could have a have a sip of beer. And uh, and I almost did. But I was like, no, and I said, no, son. Let's wait on that. Like I said, one day these days you will. But I don't want you. I don't want you starting this early. I like because he's he's a spitting image of me and I didn't start that early and thank God I didn't cuz I I could have been way off the rails and I just I want him to I want him to decide if he likes it on his own but like we'll uh, we'll wait till he's you know 14 15 something like that and and does something cool Oh and like my dad he was in high school he wasn't an Idiot first beer, I think, when I was 16. It's square body Chevrolet. We were working a Shiner. Mm. I remember. That was that I was the first it. beer I had with my dad, too. I had stole plenty of my dad's beer, but the, the, first, the first one I drank with him was in the Amarillo Airport, and it was Shiner Bach. There you go. Like, that, that was a really... Dad wasn't an idiot. Yicking around, he knew new beers were disappearing and stupid. He was fairly tolerant. Yeah. You see, was like I knew it wasn't kosher. Like few times, and I was punished severely. He was pretty lighthearted. But I, I mean, he didn't just shame me. a dad buddies are like, like yeah, we can go over to my house there. And I was like, yeah, we, we, like, like my, there's no fucking <laughs> before. Don't like Ellie. You know I mean, Ellie, he didn't know I was allowed to make my decisions free. Really tell people too. It probably had with any temp. Um, that, that probably played a big part. It wasn't that it was unacceptable. It, it gave you know this isn't something you you should do. Um, and it, him doing that, you know, when you're you're 16, like I said, you know, because I yeah, I have to get you boys beer tonight and conversation list with Jason Sargent. Oh, and sit outside of the liquor store, somebody to buy you beer. <laughs> Oh man, beer used to be to so goddamn it. expensive. <laughs> Just oh, dude, dude yeah, fuck <laughs> you. Half the time we didn't even drink because, like I said, you had to pay double whatever. Like I said, this third, so we just drank, drank Mad Dog about four oh, bottles of Mad Dog. 20, boy, 20, oh. yeah, I don't drink. That. Luckily. I had buddies with older brothers that were, were right of age when we were 
like we were coming into our prime. And so it was, it cost us about, you know, we, we'd buy their, their six, their 12 pack for the night and then they'd buy all of our beer for us. But, uh, uh, so, I mean, there, there was a little bit of a, little bit of a tax there, but not, it wasn't like going in, in the city and just waiting outside of Seven Eleven, <laughs> you know, and, uh, what people, uh, you know, like me, does Colorado have, or I should know, but I don't, I don't even know. No, what's that? Does counties like, oh, no, I here, um, so I should. no, Colorado's, um, the 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 liquor laws are universal uh statewide and okay. so when i was in college it was um it was no it was three two beer in the in the grocery stores and the gas stations and um and liquor stores were closed on sunday but you could get three two beer in in the gas station i don't think you could in the grocery store i think it was just the gas station and then I think my okay. s- junior year of college, they changed it to where you could buy beer on Sundays. And then shortly after that, they moved like full strength beer into the to the grocery store. I in Texas, you know, you, you have dry county. Uh, Kansas used to be that way but, too. But, yeah. For us to get beer, very a podunk liquor store line. So you had to drive to this little and then you just sat there, sat there loitering and just, you know, be like, hey man, I'm like, that for you? <laughs> and, and then you with alcohol. You know what I mean? The night, some night. Um, but if you ever, ever get a guy to send your money, and get him to just buy because you don't know when this is going to work. It was a small task for us to get a hold, which also probably was too, which you grew up in those little shitter communities. There was nothing to do. No. Which kids? You'd drag main. Drag main, or you'd go and, uh, and shoot rabbits, call coyotes. There was, was nothing it. to do. That was literally, you would, we, we would literally drive up. And you kind of gather up whoever, hopefully at least a few females, with. and then you, whoever you go out to their place for the spotlight, and you shoot at stuff. Yep, that's it. Because she grew up in the middle of feet. About all the stuff they did in high school, did. Oh, I know. None that's- of that. Yeah, like Aaron was telling me stories about, uh, you know, because he he grew up in, um, oh, it'd be like uh, Southwest Denver. He he grew up uh, just off of Federal and uh, like Federal and Florida, somewhere around in there. Um, or like Santa Fe, that Santa Fe and Federal, uh, essentially. And yeah. um, that yeah, so he went he went to JFK. And, and so, like, grew up with all all the Mexican kids in in Denver. Like that, that's a heavy Mexican <laughs> community. And, and he was telling me about some, and, and mm-hmm. I got to witness some of that shit. That you know, our like, our, I guess it's been our sophomore year, first first house we had up at CSU, and uh, and we threw through our first Nickapalooza, which uh, our buddy Nick, who um, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you heard him today, but uh, everybody else should hear him tomorrow. 
he he's the youngest of our bunch. Like so, he was seven or just turned eighteen going into freshman year of college, and so we threw him mm-hmm. threw him his own uh, birthday party because he was it was like August August fifth is his birthday, and so we we threw a big rager like the back to school party, and um, yeah, there was a bunch of drunk ass uh, Mexican kids from Denver in my backyard throwing an empty keg against uh, a tin shed. And we got the cops called on us, and uh, and I was the one they selected to go talk to the cops. And I, like, I was, I mean, I wasn't the worst one there, but I was far from being in good speaking condition. And uh, no, luckily, no yeah. l- luckily, the cop was from uh, Eastern Colorado, small town, and uh, I was like, ah, these are a bunch of Denver kids, dude. And he's like, yeah, I get it. He's like, all right, well. Clear him out. We won't write you a ticket. Ah, fuck. All right. So <laughs> we just ushered him out. And but yeah, it was just yeah. Those city kids they they partied a little different than we did. It was fun though. Like when you find them in their element, you like you better be ready to fight. But when when you when you go to those things, yeah. it's a good time. But like you got to stay on your toes. Well, and that's that's why like then I went to tech, and you go to these frat. They weren't very much fun because, like, two drinks in before somebody, it was just like they had pain in the ass. Yeah, we we should uh, we should save our our college uh, uh, stories for for we'll do a Patreon uh, bonus content with all with all of our college stories, um, and I also kind of got to take a leak, so we'll uh, we'll wrap it there for the main episode. I. I wasn't for sure what we were going to talk about, and I'm sure, still not real for sure what all we talked about, but it was fun. I don't. I wish. See, this this is the like we. I I don't know if we, we need to free ball these. Yeah, I know. Uh, next time, next time we, because uh, like last time when we had a had a topic, it went it went pretty well, and uh, and, and we we didn't do too yeah. much philosophizing. So I think I think you're right. We need a, like a rough outline. That or like a third party adult. Act. <laughs> yeah. right. we, we don't do we don't do good unsupervised. Casual. Yeah, but um, yeah, um, there's been there's been a fun one. So we're we're gonna we're gonna call it for the main episode. So thanks everybody for for tuning in. Uh, Zachary Sargent on Facebook, uh, at Move Your Ass on Instagram. Uh, make sure you go, like, if you'd like to help the show, honestly, the best way is to go patreon.com slash burning daylight. Subscribe there, or you can subscribe uh, to the premium on Spotify. I highly recommend Spotify for watching uh, the episodes. It's all video. It's the same way, same setup that Rogan has, so you can watch the video. Uh, or if you're on the go, you can lock your screen and it plays, it just keeps playing like normal. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty, pretty cool setup and it makes me a little bit more money if you watch it on Spotify. So I appreciate it if you do. Um, but anyways, uh, Zach, you got anything to add before we head out? I do. Oh, what, what, like how many Patreon do you know? Uh, I've got about 60 on 60 people on Patreon somewhere in there. Um, it fluctuates month to month, but it, it brings me in a couple hundred bucks a month. Okay. Hey, like money is 
side, I, we can get, get it to a solid by this time next month. Matt McKinley has to guarantee if you DM him and ask you an, an anus pick. This is not, not even in the mirror. This oh. It's like as of his it's, if we you know it's been a minute i'll have to i'll have to start doing some yoga again so i can get some like because if i if i'm sending you a picture of my butthole i like i want i'm gonna present it nicely I, I've, I've been able to to learn a little bit about photography and lighting and stuff so yeah i i think it's a good pitch i think it's yeah. better about my butthole than it, are are bleached bleach buttholes still a thing? Like that used to be a thing, right? The absolute pueblo who was it was, but I don't. I'm I'm so far out of Ailing. The same the same piece of ad. No idea. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't had a. I haven't had a, a a strange vagina in over five and a half half years or something like that. Um. So. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. I'm 2012. Yeah. So before that, um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm way out of the game. <laughs> Weird question for you. Have you, you have nudes by a follow? Um, no, but I, I get, uh, this, I get tagged in the same post about once every month, month and a half on the, in the bull session group, uh, like about the admin asking for nudes. And I was like, if you, if you really, uh, I mean, I was like, I, I'll ask for nudes if you want me to. I mean, like, if you, are you like, are you offering? I mean, like, I don't, I don't know if I want to see them, but I'll ask if that's what you want. You know, like I, I'm all, all about helping. If it, if is there a funny to it? Like, are we going somewhere with it, or is it just like? And then the same meme kept pep, uh, popping up, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's funny. It, it's still funny every time, but I just don't, I don't respond to it anymore. I was just curious if it, it ever because I, I assume if like you check the amount of. Just nudity. Oh my word! Gotta be free. Well, I I remember listening yep. to uh, a podcast with the uh, the Chive guys, and they they talked about like their the folder that they got. Like my word, like yeah. Uh, and I've, no, I've, 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 goal, right? yeah, I no, I've I've yeah, I've I've not got any of that, but I've also um this my my recent Spotify uh, statistics showed that I. At least on Spotify, I'm eighty percent dudes, ten uh, percent female, and like eight percent unspecified, or some shit like that. Percent out there listening. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I probably don't. Probably don't do that. My my wife will get mad. I promise you, she will. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, well, maybe. I just don't. It might be better that you don't. Probably be better. Yes, send them to Zach. Well, if, as long as somebody else sees them first, I, I can be. I, I'm sure I can get away with the critique. Um, I don't know. That'd be a fun. I'm all right there. I'm, I'm always down for a good critique, but like, uh, yeah, I've never. I haven't got any of those. I do. I do get some questions from younger guys every now and then. Um, 
most more than anything, I just get memes. But uh, when when they're not ones that I've already seen already, I, I really enjoy them most of the time. Uh, I don't get sent too many uh, stupid boomer memes, so I do appreciate that. I had to regulate the the bull session yeah, group. We got way we got way too many just like uh, Biden Pelosi memes, and they got to where they just, they weren't even funny either. It was just like ranting, and I was like, ah, yeah, this is my. You love like those low. I mean, I mean, yeah, I just like this doesn't need to be a political. No, like, like I created, I created that group for the spiciest memes out there. You know, like the spiciest memes that are allowed without us getting banned, and even some that will get us banned. But like that's that's what the bull sessions for, not a, not for your generic boomer memes. You know, like that. Uh, now, nah, like it's supposed to be funny, and that, that that's all I all I created it for. So, and when it was it got to where it wasn't funny anymore, I had to be like, hey, get your shit together. Bring your A game here. Yeah, I, that's I like how you corrected the. the <laughs> yeah, it's it uh, you have you have to. That was, it. that was the end, of it. and I just I thought you know if we hit a hundred Patreon this time next month and and in the inbox, I guess that may you know what. I'm, I'll I'll even look into doing the chocolate buttholes. Well, maybe I'll, I'll just send out the chocolate butthole to every every Patreon member. It'd be worth it. Yeah. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! All right. Well, All right. There you go. perfect. And we'll uh, we're gonna talk some some dirty college stories uh, here on the other side. But uh, you gotta you gotta pay for that shit. Uh, so thanks, uh, Zach, for tuning in or for for joining us. Thanks everybody else for tuning in and. Uh, Move your ass. We're burning daylight. Days, sifting off most of my days for a B one baller that'll blow your mind. Listen to the sound of glass hunting someone else's nap for a B one ball. I can hear a band.